Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. So you can't swim, you don't like to swim, you don't want to swim, but your development is deciding to put in a community pool and they want you to help pay for it. Our friend Mark is going through this right now. He doesn't want to put any money towards this. But what exactly is the outcome going to be? That's a little bit later on in the podcast. Hang for that. Right now, we get it started. So, heard this audio earlier this week of this high school teacher here. Raise your hand if you do not know how to tell time on that clock right there. Half of the students raised their hand. I was stunned. So today, you're going to learn how to read a clock. Well, I had to ask myself, is it more important for these kids to be able to write this essay today? Or is it more important for them to know how to read a clock? And I decided that the more pressing issue was reading a clock. This is wasting. Writing an essay is more important than being able to look at a clock if that was your only option and knowing what time it is. Like, that's not one of her high school students could say it. Nobody needs to read a clock anymore. Tell me the last time you needed to read a clock. That there wasn't a digital clock around you somewhere. I don't think that's the point. It's, I think the point is I it's a waste of time. To, I could. It's a skill. If I have to, I can juggle. I wouldn't want kids wasting their time learning it. What What would juggling possibly do? Unless I'm like in a hostage situation. Very entertaining. Like, you need to. I'm never entertained by jugglers. I sat in the bullpen for many, many inning, and it entertained me and people that were watching from afar. Really? Yeah. You know that for a fact. When they I should said, wow, when we if I was barely a better watch the game because you're juggling. When if are. I was a better player, I would have been on the field. <laughs> yeah. Instead, I learned how to juggle. You're a clown. And you're right. And it's developed into this high quality career. Learning how to read an analog clock is one of the dumbest things we're wasting time on with our children in school. I couldn't disagree with you more. I know that, you know, using different parts of your brain can only strengthen those parts Lord. of your brain and being able to do it. Like why do they learn well, part of in your brain. second grade and then they don't know how to do it anymore? Why just focus on it in second grade? Liam had to bring home a paper clock and move the hands yep. and tell us what, what it meant. And he could look at a clock right now at, at 11 years old and tell you what time it is. Right. Ends. He should be president then. He'll lead the world. He'd know how to be on time for a presidential no, debate. You no, know, he wouldn't. Yeah, he that would. clock, that paper clock doesn't adjust for uh, when you're crossing time zones. <laughs> it doesn't. He'll be late. You know, some of the stuff you go to the mattress for, with is like crazy. This is, th- seriously, let's just be super just blatantly uh, obnoxious about this. If your kid is spending time learning how to read a clock in school, pull them out of that school and put them in another school. I couldn't disagree with you more. It's the dumbest thing. Nancy, thoughts on this? So, I completely agree with JJ, you know, like... Oh, okay. Thank you. You know, reading a clock, it doesn't make any sense. You know, who needs to do that anymore? We have everything on technology. Yes. I think that, if anything, you know, cursive might be even better for them to learn than oh, reading God. a clock. This is both. They're both so useless. So, actually, they are bringing cur- cursive back in a lot of schools. They're making it... Uh, because they say it uses a different part of your brain to things in cursive. Who so, says that? Um, experts. You're not an expert. Uh, but you honestly believe that kids should not need to know how to read a clock. They should just rely on their digital clock on their phone or on their Apple Watch or whatever. Or look at your computer. I mean, there's you got one in the bottom right-hand corner down. They're everywhere. I'm not saying it's not handy, but if I were to have one around me, I'd want to l- know the skill of how to read it. Why? 
Because it's necessary. No, it's not. It is. I it could is. Never, you need I could to. Ne- I could never know how to read a clock right now, and I would get by in life every day just fine. What if you're in a waiting room, no phones allowed, you're like, I wonder what time it is. I think they're running late. And then there's hey, a clock Excuse me, do you know there. what time it is? Oh, my God. It's just... Mm. Uh, we're talking about this teacher who basically is now deciding to spend all her class time on teaching kids how to read a clock. Raise your hand if you do not know how to tell time on that clock right there. Half of the students raised their hand. I was stunned. So today, you're going to learn how to read a clock. All I had to ask myself, is it more important for these kids to be able to write this essay today? Or is it more important for them to know how to essay. read a clock? And I decided that the more pressing issue was... Reading a clock. She should be fired. They should fire this teacher. If that, if that, if my kid was in that class, I would demand he gets moved. Really? Would you ask what the essay is about? Why not just teach him how ice works for another seven weeks? I think they should know what temperature ice freezes at. Of course they should. Why? Why wouldn't they? Do you know what temperature? These are just like at? normal things that everybody should know. It's thirty-two. Yeah, and well, how has that helped you in your life? Because I know, I just know it's it's up here. It's living up here. I could answer your question instead of me saying, uh, "I don't know." If somebody's like, "What time is it?" and I only have a hand clock, an analog clock, and I could say, "It's this time." <sighs> I might find myself. In I that get situation. you guys all want to battle for what you think is right, but this is the stupidest argument we've ever had on this show. Andrea, you want your kid to spend a whole day learning how to read time? Um, not all day, but as a teacher myself, um, it teaches more than just the analog part of it. Um, it teaches them uh, clock direction. It teaches them number order. It teaches them how to read like quarter past, quarter after, half past, half after. Because if you have just a digital clock, they're not going to learn or it's harder for them to learn that piece Andrea, if I had told you you could win $1,000 if you call our station at half after 8, do you think you wouldn't have been able to figure that out if you've never been able to read an analog clock? I don't think so. <laughs> you guys, I just... What the are thing we doing is, here? he's arguing to argue. Doing? He thinks we're arguing to argue. Is there a right answer? I think just having an extra skill, how could that hurt you? You know what I mean? Like, if you just would be able to answer it, how could that even possibly hurt you? I would take the time, teach these kids hand-to-hand combat. They're going to use that more in their life than they are reading an analog clock. No. You should learn how to diffuse situations with your words. Mm, That doesn't always work that way, though. you got to be prepared if it goes down. (laughs) Uh, Andrew, what level do you teach at, by the way? Uh, Fourth grade. Okay, and would you say that most of your fourth graders, if you went in today and said, hey, Kat and JJ were talking about this, and you made a big clock on the uh, on on the whiteboard, and it, it said four twenty on there. Would most of them, number one, know how to read that? They would now. Okay. Um, but rewind two years ago, they wouldn't have known that. Would most of them know why four twenty is an important time in their lives? <laughs> At this age, no. Okay, but that's for you to teach them. See, they should be learning that be. instead of why analog clocks are. Life teaches those. Go bold, young minds. Thanks for being on our show. Have a great morning. Take care. I got I got time for one more in this silly argument. Hi, Mandy. How are you? Good. Good. Can you read an analog clock? I sure can. Have you found it super beneficial in your life? 
in different situations, yes. Give me so one. Going to your comments of teaching kids about uh, hand-to-hand combat, yes, obviously we should try to diffuse with words first. But actually in combat, you're going to want to learn how to read a clock, an analog clock also. Hold on, hold on. It's going down on the street, and the whole world is starting to implode. You think I need to know what time it is to defend myself? Okay, so that versus military combat is a little bit. <laughs> but then also going off as a teacher that you're just talking to, too, it uses, it uses different portions of your brain and yes. you learn different skills while reading in a clock. You can't use a digital clock and learn about how many minutes are in a hour. You can't learn how many are in a quarter, how many, you know, and then going in, you can also use that for learning how to count change for monetary reasons as well. That's what I was but saying yesterday. Know. Experts say you use different lobes of your brain. I think we're all, he he is now fooling all of us because there's no way that this is a true argument. Everybody that's texting in is like, JJ, what in the world even is your argument? And you know what? When you're all dead and I'm dancing on your graves because you you couldn't read a digital. This is so this is the single dumbest argument we've ever had on this. I'll show. die for something like that. Can I say one more thing? Absolutely. Please. So looking at the workforce, looking at the workforce. Also, there are so many trades that do not have digital clocks in the work area, like if you look at a manufacturing plant, no matter what type of manufacturing plant it is, it has an analog clock in the in the warehouse area, in the processing area. And yeah. when you're in there, you need to know how to read it. You need to know when to stop your, your shift. You need to know when to go on break. Um, Can't you just follow everybody else? JJ asked me the other day, where are you, wh- oh where you God. find yourself with a clock like that? I said, the community center. When I'm walking on the treadmill, they only have one clock in there, and it is an analog yeah, I would clock. never go back to that community center. They're failing you by not putting in digital <laughs> clocks. They're, they're is- making me think more they care about my brain. They want it to continue to work. You guys, I can't. Recharge. I can't. I've got no more mental rent to spend on this. Good. Andrea, you're the, or Mandy, you're the best. I hope you have a great morning. Thank you for calling the show. Listen, if you believe, and this is, this is the small-minded thinking that we've got going on right now. You guys, look at a bigger picture. If you send your child to school today and you hope that they spend an hour of their school day learning how to read an analog clock, you don't care about your future or their future. I don't need them to spend an hour. It doesn't need to take an hour. It could just be a 10-minute conversation every single day. Hey, let's go around the room at random times. Mark, what time is it? He quickly looks up at that analog clock. Everybody could probably give the answer in their head. He says it. And then and then move on. How does that save you from what AI is about to do to you? <laughs> You're trying not to laugh right now. <laughs> Sorry. Ooh, some people are roasting a gender reveal video for a couple in Oklahoma. And I want your first thought on this Thursday. First thought Thursday, what would you do if you went to a gender reveal and the couple lowers themselves into an ice bath in order to see the pink or the blue? That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, goodness. Whoa. Oh, yeah. That's a lot of ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's cold. Go ahead, Dan. Are you ready? It was pink. They're having a girl, but so many people are upset that her whole torso was submerged in oh, this freezing water. Is that, okay, so we have to start with uh, 
uh, OBGYNs here, right? I would think so. I would think if you can't go in a hot tub because it will change the temperature of your core, that you probably don't want to disrupt it in the other direction. Instead of hypothermia, you get hyperthermia. So I have done a very large amount of research on cold plunges, and I enjoy them. They make my body feel great. I love the cold shock protein. I, I love really everything about it, but I n- have never run across any legitimate research that says it's harmful for a expecting mother, but I haven't seen anything that's green lights probably it either. probably haven't had to Google it. Hmm. There's no reason to. Um, I would be interested to see what people in the medical community think about being pregnant and going into a cold plunge. I would hope that that fetus is so protected already inside the human body that, I mean, you would, I think, have to change your core temperature quite a bit to affect that fetus, right? Um, Yeah, but it... It does go. It looks like it does go the same for if you're in a hot tub. It says this can be particularly risky during pregnancy as it does affect the baby's well-being. Having a dangerously low body core temperature is not advised. I don't know how long she was in there. I mean, the video is just seconds long. It takes a while for your Um, core temperature to go down. So, I mean, I've gone as long as five minutes and 40 degrees. And it didn't affect me, but I'm a big fat idiot. Nobody feels opinions more than a pregnant woman. I got to tell you Interesting. Interesting. I mean, everybody has an opinion when you're pregnant. It's really weird. Like that um, one nerdy guy from upstairs when I had a cup of coffee when I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, I thought you were pregnant. Uh, yeah, I am pregnant. You're in my way. You should have had some fake Baileys in there. I should have. really set him off. I should have given him something to talk about with all of his Dungeons and Dragons. Interesting. Guys. If you've been part of the uh, the medical community and you know anything about this, I would love to get your thoughts on it. So they, they definitely say they don't recommend it. Is it your first Google search? Yeah. It says just the same as a hot tub. I had never heard that about hot tubs either, that you weren't supposed to go. I, like I'm. It says it right there in the right next to a hot tub. It says pregnant women not allowed. Kids under 12 I've never alone noticed. are not allowed. Never noticed. Yeah. Not advised. Hmm. Uh, here's the, here's where I think the hot tub would be a little bit different because you can get comfy and stay in a hot tub for like a half hour, no right. problem, right? Nobody's staying in a cold plunge for a half. I didn't hour. really have an issue with this video because I really I think that it was just seconds that they were in there just to find out the gender of the baby, and and it's something that they do all the time when she wasn't pregnant. You know, they oh, do. so she's used to it. They're Her body's pretty acclimated. Yes, but I don't know. I don't like to be uncomfortable and you're already uncomfortable and you're pregnant, but it was, it was her day. But what, what would be your first thought? You could text it like, heck no. I would be, my first thought would think it's probably not harmful. Probably in there for a long time. It's probably harmful. Yeah. But that two or three minutes, I don't think is going to hurt you. Okay. You just want to argue again. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You just want the last word. No. If you haven't heard what's been going on in Kat's life, she convinced her young son formidable brain isn't formed yet and then her husband who uh, apparently put up a good fight for many many years but then finally crumbled to her advances to start opening christmas gifts two weeks before christmas i'm sick of having to defend myself but all i'm gonna say is that i'm gonna put this right here and i'm gonna walk away why have just one night or day of pure joy and bliss opening gifts because jesus wasn't born on 14 street Walk away. Jesus wasn't born on 14 straight nights. <laughs> wow. One she night. was probably laboring 
No, it was a quick birth. Days. Like she didn't even have an epidural. You weren't like there. anyone that just can't. You're old enough to think. <laughs> you were there. I have my class picture with Jesus. I'm anyway, so old. do you want to know what I got last what night? What did you get last night for non traditional Christmas? Last night I got a brand new coffee mug because Liam knows how much I love to wake up on the weekends what and have jerk. coffee. Okay. Is that what you got me? Yeah, absolutely. Oh. Bought it last night. It's in a bag. <laughs> oh my god. Give it to me. Like, I don't, don't bring it back. I love coffee mugs. The Your more kid's the merrier. a jerk. <laughs> anyway, his assignment was to find one that spoke to him. And it was pink. And it says, coffee time. Like all, like with an exclamation point. Right. Because that's so how I feel about coffee. Coffee time. <laughs> and then I got two huge, like, banana hair clips. Because my hair is so thick, so long. So, these are all things for my list. So I'm like surprised, but not surprised. I didn't know what they were going to pick out. And then I got Liam some uh, designer cologne. And he was super excited about that. It smells very good. The ladies are going to love it. Jakar. Jakar. Jakar no. Mosquito. A mosquito scent. Yeah. Smells like citronella. Smells like deet. <laughs> deet. Is that deet? And then Derek got his new un- uh, panties. <laughs> Those new undies. So he was so excited. He's he tried them on right are you, away. Are you really buying him women's underwear? No, I bought him his boxer briefs that he desperately needed. If you bought him women's underwear, would he wear them? Uh, no, maybe on maybe in Mexico, like on Sundays, on God's day. Yeah. So it was just really nice. Another night of opening gifts. We don't have too many left. Liam has like three in his stocking, and then. He has two more coming. They're taking forever. And then we're done. I can't even imagine how angry God must be with you right now. And then more gifts from loved ones for Christmas Day. So I advise other people to Straight jump up. on board this joy train because it's it's rolling. This joy train is going to derail. No, when the there's Lord, nothing in its when way. When the but Lord rips his wrath down upon you for trying to ruin Christmas in a public forum like mm-hmm. this. I know I'm not alone. There's got to be other families that do this. I haven't heard a single one. That aren't Jewish. I haven't heard of a single one that defiles the sanctity (laughs) of this great tradition like you have. Okay. No more drama today. You got to lighten up, man. Can you help me? To Angela, because we do know that maybe you got a couple of people you really can't trust to work. You want to break down what's going on? Hey, so, yeah, so one time I had a really good idea and I told someone, and they ended up taking it as their own idea. Mm-hmm. So now, you know, I'm bursting at the seams with all of these ideas that I want to share with my boss, but I have a meeting next week and I feel like I can't keep it in and I want to run it by one of my coworkers, but I don't want the same thing to happen again where you- they steal my. I think you just answered your own question. You don't want to touch that burner twice. You know, sometimes people will take your intellectual property and make it theirs. And there's no way of proving like it was just a conversation that you had at your previous job or what? Yeah, it was just it was just a conversation and we were just hanging out and I told them. And then next thing you know, at the meeting, they're raising their hands to tell everyone my brilliant idea. Oh, my God. What did you even do? I I would have just like said, excuse you. That's exactly what I told you. Wouldn't you? Why didn't you blow it up? I I didn't want to be unprofessional or anything. So I kind of just sat there shocked. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it was it was nuts. 
I have a saying, and I think it rings true, and I think it holds water here. If you steal from me, you stole twice. So you should understand that a lot of people are just okay with jacking, especially your ideas. I would keep my mouth shut of this. I would just hang on to it, write it down, work it through a couple of times, but don't tell anybody else. All right. That's honestly what I was thinking. It's just hard because I want to tell people, but you're right. In the long run, I know I'm going to be happy if I keep it to myself. You also are like, I've just gotten to the point now where I'm like, well, whatever. I don't care as long as it works. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, Tony had uh, texted in about helping his co- his company had an idea to consolidate, okay. help his uh, company consolidate some of their divisions. And it happened, and all he got was a new office. Wow. You know what I mean? Like one of those things where no I mean, new no new funds going. Well, in that's that what you expect, account? right? To be somehow financially yeah. compensated if you're helping your company make more money. That would be realistic, correct? Yeah, Lacey had said uh, I had the best idea for staffing challenges, and my manager literally said in a meeting with all of us that she came up with this amazing mm-hmm. idea, and she can't wait to put it into motion. And looked right at me. That was almost like a, I see you. I do this Thanks every once in a idea. while in meetings, but I'm clearly joking. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I'm so glad I came up with that idea. But if you're in a work environment where you can't share an idea and actually get credit for it. Yeah. Probably time to start looking. I'm going to give you a chance to win $1,000 cash plus tickets to see Enrique Pitbull and Ricky Martin 630 early on the live show Friday morning. You should be here right now. Let's get you back into the podcast. Had to break out and get a whole bunch of gifts last night for like, we're going to my sister's this weekend for Christmas. And one of the things we do is we play the dice game. So we needed a lot of like 10 and $15 gifts. So had to go grab a bunch of those. Run into, and this is, by the way, this is how my wife shops. We're at Shields. Go upstairs, grab a bunch, like five or six, 10 or $15 gifts. And then meet me back down here. No problem. It takes me less than five minutes to find these. Mm-hmm. Boom. Tumblers, this and that, this and that. Boom. I got a basket full of stuff. And as I'm walking down the stairs, I see a friend. And I don't I don't want to blow up his, his business, but he has a small business here in town. And I say, hey, what's going on? What's going on? He's like, oh, I got to get last minute stuff for a Christmas party tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool, cool. So, and I'm like, how many people actually work for you? He's like, we have 15. Cool. He goes, they're all expecting Christmas bonuses. Like, we've had a very good year. Yeah. I go, all right, right. Like, what, like, what do you what do you get them? Do you get them something or do you have them cash? And he goes, I don't know. We've never done Christmas bonuses before. I go, wait, and this guy's had a bit. This is at least 10 years in business. Yeah. I said, you've never done a Christmas bonus for your people before? And I, I wasn't trying to be like a jackass about it. But he goes, no, we've never had this good of a year. Should have I been doing that? And I go, well, yeah, I think you should. You should share in your profits with the people that are helping you. Profit. All I know is if you are having the conversation with your employees that business is good, they're probably expecting something. And I did read that 98% of employees would rather have what the money that their employer is spending on a party. They would rather not have the party and have that money go to them. Is that how you feel? You would rather the money that's going to be spent on our holiday party here in January. Would you rather just have somebody hand you 50 bucks or 100 bucks? Um, I would say so. I would say so. I know I know that our boss loves to have us all in one place and loves experiences and likes to treat us to things, which I will never look a gift horse in a mouth, in the mouth. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I'd be part of that percentage. Maybe like every other year, throw a little soiree. But also every division here 
has their own holiday party, which I don't think needs to be done. I think just like one big holiday party is fine. So my question is, what is the weirdest Christmas boat? Excuse me, Christmas bonus you've got. Kay, uh, Kaylee right away texted in. Our company gave us a grocery store gift certificate for $20 as our Christmas oh. bonus. Listen, sometimes, how do I say this without sounding ungrateful? Sometimes it's a little bit of a slap in the face when yeah. you get a gift card for something that doesn't, I mean, $20 at the grocery store right now, it, it's not that it doesn't do anything. But you've busted your ass for that company for an entire year. And, and they now think you get a few items of produce. Right, right. You can get a gallon of milk and a loaf yeah. of bread. Almond butter is $9. I once worked, uh, I had gotten fired from a radio job and I was in between jobs. And I knew the new one wasn't, I, I already been hired for the new one, but it didn't start for a month. And my wife and I were just married. I mean, we were married three months, maybe. And so I had to, I, gr- I grabbed a job at one of these big box stores yeah. and uh, where you wear a blue shirt and uh, worked over the Christmas holiday, stocking shelves, talking to people. Like I didn't mind it. It was kind of a fun job. I got to see a lot of people, but our bonus was a blue pullover with their logo on it. Mm. <laughs> and I went, wait, Represent. I, uh, I follow this company uh, on, uh, you know, on wall street Y'all are doing really, really well. Yeah. I get that you got a lot of employees, but a new pullover? Yeah. Oh, by the way, you couldn't wear that on the floor. Mm-hmm. You had to wear your uh, your uh, your button-up, your golf shirt on the floor. Yeah. You could wear the pullover if you were in the back room taking a break. I, I think evaluate what you've made. Give what you're comfortable with and do it in a very gracious way. These people show up, wake up, and do their best for you and help grow your company, I think. You should show. Tommy says, I got a gift certificate for a Christmas tree off one year on December 23rd. Oh, my God. By the way, I'm Jewish. Oh. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I, I did. You Did he have a reason why he has never done that? No, I, it, it sounds like it never crossed his mind. I didn't go too deep into it because I didn't want to be like super judgy because you, you got a business. You're living the American dream. Your business is doing well. Yeah. But at one point, you got to look at those people that are doing well for you and go, we're truly grateful. Yeah. We have uh, some texts. Kim says our company made $50 million last year. We received $100. Okay. that's I'm okay with $100. It's saying... Thank you for being part of the the machine and helping us make all this money. Now, you got to remember that I'm sure they're, that's their gross is a $50 million. Yeah. It's not their net. Um, this one says, I got a gift card to the place that I work. Oh. I got a number two pencil from a company that I worked for. So ungrateful. What's this one? Actually, Avery says Quick Trip gives you a 40% profit sharing uh, plus a gift. I've heard that. that I've that's heard their profit Trip sharing, is very right? good to work for. If you want to put in the years and uh, make it your career, I think Quick Trip is a great place to work. So what's the weird gift you got? I'd really love to hear about yours as uh, the season is popping. And would you rather not have a party, but get a chunk of that money your company's spending on the party? That's an interesting look. We got this text earlier in the show and we're like, well, let's bring this guy on and discuss a little bit. Mark, why don't you tell everybody what we know a little bit of? The thing is, my development is having, I guess, an upgrade with pool. Okay. Oh, cool. So they're putting in a pool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. But I, look, I can't swim. My wife can't swim. I don't <laughs> care about no pool. I don't have kids. I, if I had kids, I wouldn't care about them swimming. I, 
the whole <laughs> development process is going to add money to what we're already paying. We've had like like neighborhood meetings about it, and everybody is excited about the pool. Yeah, except me and my wife. So they're, we're having votes, and my, you know, my wife doesn't really like to you know be uh, against the grain. So she's like, "Well, let's just go ahead." I'm like, "No, like, yeah, I'm not." I'm not going for that. Like they look, they 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 talking about thirty five thousand dollars. Thirty five thousand to put the pool in, and then if you, how many yeah. people are in your development? Maybe like sixty houses is normal. And, um, yeah, about around that much. But okay. it's like I I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm not I'm not going for this. All right, and she's. I kind got of the calculator out. I got the calculator. It'd be five hundred and eighty three dollars, and that would be forty eight dollars a month. And you're like, I'm not budget. That I don't have. Oh, okay. Nope. Unless you cancel Christmas. I Big concern here is that you don't want to ruffle any feathers. You want to go with the flow because you got to live no, amongst his wife. these people. Or his, your wife does. Yeah. She, she's got to live amongst look, everybody. I don't care about ruffling feathers. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, my God. You and your wife are me and my husband. I would totally pay it and just be okay. But if my husband's like, I'm not going to use that. I'm not going to pay for it. So... I I don't know. I don't even have any advice to give right here. So I think this is a great chance to turn things over to people that are listening because I know that like when HOAs come around, like we don't pay ours until they basically knock on our door. My wife's like, you don't do anything for us. <laughs> nice. What's trending? What's yeah. trending? All right. So trending, this guy looking for not a relationship, not a situationship. But with inflation, he wants an inflation ship. I'm looking to date somebody so we can sleep platonically next to each other and I can have the rent I pay for a one-bedroom apartment. Like, do I really need to be in love with you at this point? Because I'm getting my big age, okay? In this big age, I cannot afford to be picky with who I'm sleeping next to and having my bills with. So you want a roommate, man, not an inflation ship. You need a roommate. He wants to share all of his bills. Like, this is where you hop on someone's phone plan to save some money. This is where you cut the grocery bill in half unless it's like your bro yeah or a lover this is a bad idea so i only did it once with somebody that i had just gotten into a relationship we got on the same phone plan what a mess do not do that like those are things to think about because if you don't know how they put their toilet paper on the roll if it goes over or under you should not get into a contract situation i'm pretty convinced that you know, of the 900 times my wife has thought about leaving me, the only reason she stayed is that it would be such a mess to undo the phone bill. You guys have a lot and that you share. Over yeah. 25 years, the we've kids. accumulated a lot together. <laughs> well, right, maybe the kids too, but uh, I think that would be a nightmare to have to share bills with somebody who you're not in a relationship with. Yeah, but we got a new term trending today. Inflation ship. How clever. Do you, I think you do, but do you have fancy friends? Do you have friends that like... I do have some friends that are much, much fancier than I. Yeah. yeah. I hung out with one last night. Her name is Melissa. They're very wealthy. A little humbling, isn't it? Yeah. I uh, brought some rosé, but it was like five ninety nine. Cooking wine? Yeah. It was like... <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to spend like $17. We're just going to drink it. But we were planning our Colorado trip for next uh, winter. We're going to go with a few families. And we found this Verbo and, and we're just tooting around. And she's like a humble rich, you know, like she's not like yeah. in your face, but like little things. They have like like crystal uh, Christmas decorations, you know, probably from family generations handed down. And then I got there and she brought out wine glasses. She's like, sorry, it's the holidays. So I don't serve anything without 
cranberries and a sprig of fresh thyme in the bottom of the wine glass. You can see it on my my Snapchat. Just hearing the story, I feel poor. I know. I was like, um, okay, perfect. And it actually did like that. That's what she served me. And I, I wasn't even I'd be mad. afraid to drink it. That's I, a masterpiece. I felt so fancy. My pinky went up like this. <laughs> I had no control, no pinky control last night. But like you find yourself having to try to fit in a little bit. But the way she was booking this trip, we all have like the same standards. We want to stay in a really nice place, you know, ski in, ski out. If we're going to spend that much money going to Colorado, we want to not be in like a dump. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that she would, but yeah, it was, um. I was a little nervous to plan a trip with rich people because I'm this poor little DJ with my little tin cup over here. <laughs> I'm like, how can I keep up? But we found like a phenomenal place. It's crazy. But so you always have to have that one outspoken friend who will really speak up for everyone and be like, no, nah, too much. What do you got else you got? You know? I, I kind of did that because, you know, not that she was looking at things that were like a grand a night or anything like that. We, we found a really great place, really great deal. But um, yeah, I was. A little nervous. Most there. of my friends that are wealthy, like doctor friends, they don't ever m- spread it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and as far as like, they don't, they don't flaunt it. They don't, you know. Yeah, she doesn't. They don't. It's but. uh, but it's but it's weird because every once in a while you get a glimpse into that other side. Yeah, and you're like, oh, you'd never have to worry about a bill again. I know that's bananas. They live off the lake, and I had to like drive. I think a mile and a half driveway. Speaking pine pine tree. My wife's got this master plan now. Because she oh. found she found a new house. Oh, perfect! That she wants to. I go. What, you, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. I go. Li- is it another lake property yeah. that she was looking yeah. at? She, so she wants to consolidate all of our stuff right now. Yeah, great and idea. Go live on. Uh, and I said, "What are we doing? We're, we're, and this house is even bigger than the one we have right now." I go. What? We're looking, I go. We're looking to get kids out of the house. I go, our oldest is graduating here she's in a few months. She's thinking of Christmas, honey. She's thinking of Christmas and her grandkids and, is what she's well, thinking. I don't. N- nope. Where I was talking to somebody else and they're like, you're going to downsize exponentially. I said, absolutely. I'm going to cut my house in half yeah. and I want to live on water. And they're like, what are you going to do when Liam brings his grand, your grandkids back? I go, why are we going to do Christmas in Minnesota? Let's go to Bora Bora. Look at all the money I'll have or by not having hotel a hotel. Yeah. Come to my house, celebrate, then go sleep somewhere else. No, with your I would never do kids. that. The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.